turned out to be completely unreliable asshole. Hey, Tim. Hello, Ryan. Yeah, we're, we're talking about sharks today. We are. So welcome yeah. to another episode of Dismembering Horror. With the horror hounds of Hollywood. I'm Ryan. And I'm Tim. Hi. Hey. Yeah, man, we're talking sharks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of shark shark movies. And this one uh, is supposed <clears throat> to be toward the top of the pile as far as uh, ones that aren't terrible. And uh, I, yeah. I, I think that's pretty... I, I think, think that's pretty true no i'm i can't say that i know a lot about a lot of shark movies Uh but i know that there are a lot of shark movies that i don't want to know about because they're real bad (laughs) yep (laughs) and this is watchable yeah so good job yeah i i I, my recommendation (laughs) is i mean if we want to we want to do the the rating before the summary or the we have it summary first let's Let's do do the summary yeah summary so the movie of course is 47 meters down. It's like you're going to the zoo, except you're in the cage. I don't know about this. Welcome aboard. There! Look! Shoot. Remember, the faster you breathe, the faster you use up your air. Trust me, once you're down there, you're not going to want to come back up. This is amazing! It kind of takes your breath away! Oh my god! Shark! You take a picture of me? Sorry, sorry! We would like to come back up now! I'm bringing you back up! I think I might have said 47 meters below last week, but Mm -hmm. whatever. It's the same. Below and down are the same in my book. They're not really, but... So, 47 meters down is... A charming romantic movie about uh, Kate and Lisa. Two sisters. Two sisters who are in Mexico and they are trying to have fun. And Kate, or sorry, Lisa is bummed out because Stuart, her husband or boyfriend, it's sort of unclear. Uh, I guess it's their boyfriend. Yeah. Broke up with. Right. That sounded boyfriend connotations. Yeah. So she reveals early on that he's broken up with her, and that's why she invited her sister on this trip instead of him, or why he can't be there. And then, because they want to be crazy and wild, adventurous girls who want to go get over Stuart, um, Kate, the adventurous one, says we're going to go scuba diving with sharks. And Mandy Moore, who plays Lisa, says that's a terrible idea. And guess what? She's fucking right. It is a terrible idea. Don't go scuba sh- shark diving in, only be- in Mexico but only because with, it Ma- with Matthew Modine yeah. as your captain. Well, he asked if they had gone scuba diving before, and they said <laughs> no. <laughs> that's the, it. That had nothing to do with what went wrong. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, that, that's what it's about. Yeah, that's, and, that's pretty much it. I mean, antics ensue, as you can imagine. They go. Two girls are on vacation and they get trapped underwater. Yeah. And they're sharks. Great white sharks. I'm not going to lie. It's Matthew Modine's fault. He plays the captain of the shark boat and the shark boat's shit and it falls apart. He did basically. seem pretty apathetic towards the whole, yeah. just his whole job. 
Well, do you think that was do you think that was the character or just Matthew Modine was real <laughs> apathetic about being in this movie? <laughs> probably came through. Yeah, it was probably both. I love Matthew Modine. I'm not going to say he's good, but I I I have a real soft spot <laughs> for him. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out worthy for sure. Well, yeah. I have a soft spot for Mandy Moore, so I was excited to watch this All one. Right. That's cool. Yeah. Um <laughs> How about how about uh yeah what would you would you suggest to people or i guess would God. you suggest to another version of yourself to rent it or no i i don't stream it i just don't yeah i, I it's not good enough to spend money on mm-hmm. i'm not saying it's, it's flat out bad because it's not it's watchable but oof. it's like even the, if it was like 2.99 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Three ninety nine is the iTunes HD rental. So I might have to I would I would pay two ninety nine to get this in standard definition so that the weird blue thing that we'll talk about maybe <laughs> wasn't so bad. I was wondering or yeah. noticeable. <laughs> yeah. Um no, I don't know. I can't do it. I, I, I stream it. Just stream it. It's on Netflix, just stream it. Don't rent it. Yeah. Don't pay money. I for mean this. it is I mean it's hard because it's on Netflix, so I know it's like, yeah, just stream it. It's it's if if you yeah if it, if it's worth streaming if, because it's like it delivers exactly it's the promise of the premise it delivers it, this is very it's true. like if I yeah. okay I want to see two girls escape or try to escape this situation and there's sharks yeah. and the sharks actually cool um, and if you're gonna if you're gonna go down using sort of a Blake Snyder um, uh, terminology, I, I would also add in Blake's. I'll, I'll I'll use some more Blake Snyder terminology as we go along. Um, insofar as like, I think this movie really really strictly follows his beachy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was purposeful, but I think it probably was. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, yeah. I guess so. We'd say stream it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... that's you can watch it, though. I wouldn't say don't watch it. Yeah. I mean, I, I almost want to say... I had fun with it. Right. <laughs> I had fun with it, too. We had fun. You were doing your whole, like, oh, thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when the sharks came lot. out. I'm, well, part of the issue with this is that I think in episode two, I, I mentioned this, like, drowning, being underwater, not being able to touch the water irrational fear of a sea monster or something coming up from underneath me in water. That's a major fear of mine. And this actually does quite a good job of, of, you know, poking that fear. Well then for me, at least this should be a good uh, segue (laughs) to uh, what worked for us. Yeah. So yeah, that definitely worked for me. Can you say it again? What was, um, yeah, what were you saying? Work for you, just the fear of being underwater and... Yeah, I think this movie is really, really effective. Maybe let's erase one of those reallys. It's really effective at sort of getting you in that mindset of, I'm in the water, I'm totally vulnerable, there are definitely sharks and you know it gets your it gets your heart rate going yeah. a little bit especially that one moment scene i loved where you know i'm gonna say where she's like stuck in the middle of like what's a sort of 
a, an under underwater cliff area and she's yeah. on a precipice within yeah. that and she gets turned around and yeah. doesn't know which way to swim back and it's just really effective when you have those pov shots and you're just looking at ocean and that dis that disorienting fear yeah i think that's there. one of the most effective moments in this movie mm-hmm. even the the lead up to it you know they kind of prime the pump because she's out in open water like going along the 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 bottom of the ocean or the what the the ocean floor mm-hmm. to to avoid getting eaten 47 by meters down and you've got a couple nice jump scares with the shark that i actually will talk about in things that didn't work um <laughs> but she gets to this point where she reaches a a underwater cliff and then there's just an abyss of darkness under her that she has to swim across to get to this flashlight. Right after it's been established, like the sharks come from below. Right, exactly. And I'll tell you what, that is immediately evocative for me. Like I I felt terror Mm -hmm. of, you know, I don't know, like I'm thinking, would I... If I, this is a sign of a, a, a you know really effective storytelling, if if I'm watching it and going, how would I do in this situation? You've got me, yeah. You know, like you, I'm in, and I really thought to myself, I there's n- there's no fucking way <laughs> I would get, I would swim across that abyss. Don't say there is out. no way. I my sister would die. <laughs> I would probably die too. But this this idea of swimming over a you know who knows bottomless abyss in open water, it's not happening. So you were saying you would not have done this shark cage thing at all in real life? Fuck no. Would you skydive before doing this? Ooh. Uh. Or even bungee Ooh, jump. God, I mm, I guess I'm not that adventurous. Yeah. Oh, which we should. <laughs> we left out of the summary. Lisa's flaw is that she's boring. <laughs> so lame. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, and, wait. I'll. I'll. Yeah. Anyway, so skydiving. I went skydive. I would do. I you'd would totally. Bun- you'd bungee before skydive. Um, I'd probably. Sk- skydive maybe before bungee i don't know they're they're pretty comparable to me but i mean i would lo- honestly i want to do the shark cage thing and you know that's why i asked that because i just i'm sure because <laughs> don't you want to <sighs> see those don't we want to see a great white shark in person nope no <sighs> sure from a boat yeah that's i mm, I know, I know. I should be fine with just from a boat, but it's like, think, I don't know. Let's look up the statistics on, you know, of what what could happen and what happened in this film. You know, I don't think it's that high. Wait, are you, are you actually trying to say that you don't think this movie is realistic? <laughs> you know, I, we're talking about things that worked. I thought it was surprisingly, uh, surprisingly realistic yeah, for, I think for, for the making part. us just buy into the suspense moments. Yeah, yeah. Like... And as I said, something else, I liked the 
just the effects of the sharks that didn't look digital. They didn't look like CG sharks, like in any obvious way. Yeah. Um, the, them in shot with the sharks were cool. What was realistic that I liked, I thought that the sharks were a good size where you're like, oh, sh- these are big True. sharks, but they weren't like monster yeah. ridiculous yeah, sharks. Yeah. No, for sure. And even that sort of, yeah. And then Matthew Modine was like, I've seen him even bigger, you know, just like, okay. It's, you know, you had some sort of grounding in that sense. Right. And there's a little bit of a payoff in the end for for that commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get there. Um, uh, what else do you have? The shark action. I said I liked how it looked, but I also just liked the pacing of it. I thought there was that first, the shark uh, biting or eating the camera when they dropped it. Oh, yeah. And that was the first sort of like, oh, my God, it's a shark. You yeah, know? yeah. And that happened at just the right time where I like I felt it like almost coming earlier when you're waiting for it earlier. It would have been too early. Sure. And if it didn't happen right around then, it would have been too late. So, yeah. So when they when they get you know onto the cage both times, yeah. first, the two guys that they meet that sort of suggest this as a th- adventure in the first place, those two guys get in the cage f- first and I'm thinking to myself, like, here here it comes. Like, one of them is going to be about to, you know, because you lower the cage just to the surface of the water and you're standing with your, basically your feet in mm-hmm. the water. And then you have to dip down into the cage, right? And I'm thinking, oh, man, a shark's just going to pop right up and snag one of them as they're sitting down to get into the cage. Yeah. And it doesn't happen, which is smart, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 good to get us thinking, oh, shit, it, here it comes, and then, you know, hold off. And you can imagine, yeah, if it did happen, then the movie instantly would have felt kind of lamer. Like, all right, yeah. okay, the movie, we're in this now, but blah, right, blah. Right. So, I mean, it, it came, came at the right time. Yeah, I agree. Other other likes yeah. of yours? Um, I mean, it's specific standout moments for me. Uh, the one that we already talked about of in the middle of the chasm. But mm. uh, I liked... My, I, you I, just made my heart rate go up. <laughs> the chasm. I just thought about it again. Yeah, you're reading the Lovecraft <laughs> stuff right now. I think that ties to like <laughs> your true. fears here. The, the unfathom, unfathomably yep. uh, large unknown. Oh, yeah. But... Um, <laughs> Actually, it was another non-shark moment that I thought was one of the other strongest moments in it, which was right after the cage crashes down Mm -hmm. for the first time. Yeah. Um, And it's like, I think it was Mandy Moore. I actually forget which one it was or couldn't tell. It's Mandy Moore coming to. um, But it holds, it's a long take. Oh, yeah. It is A shot that lasts longer. Yeah. On on Mandy Moore, on Lisa. Yeah. unconscious and sort of coming to and like there's the water building in her her scuba diving breather mask and there's some blood mixed in there from something but just the way that it actually went for holding on her it just i felt like an actual authentic like good movie moment amongst a movie that was otherwise pretty safe and uninteresting agreed yeah no i felt i think that's that's just it right like in in movies like this where you're well it's specifically in movies where you're trapped underwater you know making the most of the fear of not being able to breathe or the risk of not being able to breathe you know and finding effective ways of showing us that 
is your, you know, it's sort of your bread and butter, right? It's, it's like, that's your gold for this type of movie. And that one, that one was good. I mean, you're thinking, I mean, did you have this feeling throughout where I'm like, well, I know they're not going to die now because it's, they're the only two Too characters. Too soon to die, and, yeah. yeah. And I, I kept kind of being a little annoyed with myself for having that thought because it's it's a bit of a distracting thought. I don't know. I thought... I thought it was on the level, or if it's a common enough thing in movies, actually thanks to Deep Blue Sea, you know, and <laughs> another classic shark film, where, I mean, it's a different film when you film a bigger cast and stuff, but I could have bought, like, one of the two girls is dying, like, within the first, like, the you know, within the first half, even, like, the first yeah. third through, and have that be an acting, and have it be that sort of more, like... 127 hours survival mm. thing. Like, I'm yeah, like, it could, could have been this that. and it had, would have had a There was twist. a moment when I wondered if that was where we were going to yeah. go. But was, I was glad we didn't. I, yeah. I liked having more than just one person down Right, there. and the fact that they, if they were sisters too, it would have felt yeah. a little cheap if yeah. one of them had died. Right. So unless though, I mean, unless you're really working it to make the moment hit really hard if one of them had died at the beginning, like, what the fuck? Mandy Moore just died? Right. Like, oh my God. <laughs> you'd have, a, you been like really... you'd have a Steven Seagal, Kurt Russell. Uh, do, you, do, do you remember this movie? This is such a ridiculous tangent. I don't even remember what it was called, but there's this movie where Steven Seagal, it's like, it was so at the, at the time promoted as like a big action movie with Steven Seagal and Kurt Russell. What was it? I can't remember what it's called. And in the literal first scene, Steven Seagal dies. <laughs> I think it's Steven Seagal who dies. One of them dies. Uh-huh. And that's it. Like, then you just go for the rest of the movie. I have zero recollection of what the rest of that was movie is. Was it a is. shark attack? <laughs> no, it's on a plane. It's, I don't know what it's well, called. That, that doesn't I rule like, out it being now a I shark attack. Now I want to look it up. Um, I liked, oh yeah, this was something I liked about it overall, was that, um it stayed with their perspective like of the of the girls trapped down there rather than like cutting back up to that's the a good dudes point. on the boat yeah you know why that is i'm gonna tell you why they did it that way because matthew odin refused <laughs> yeah. to shoot more than one scene <laughs> right i mean it also just it could have been a good decision too like i don't care what those guys are doing it only adds more suspense yeah. to not no, know totally. what they're doing um, Executive Decision, by the way, is the name of that film with Stephen Seagal and Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah. And I it's horrible. That. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like the the two leads in it were good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Practical effects. I talked about the... Oh, yeah, there's those effective, like, wound... I mean, not only the wound effects mm. were good, but, like, the insert shots yeah. of just, oh, my God, someone's getting torn up, and then yeah. you just see leg with... Totally. Teeth tearing. Yeah, I like that. That made me hoot. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Um, I don't know. I, I'd be set to talk about things that weren't working. How about you? Oh, I've got a ton of things that I liked. Oh, but yeah? they're all they're all real simple. Um, and, and half of them, if not more, are kind of technical things. So in, in one of the opening scenes, it's right at the moment when the two Mexican dudes are bringing up the, sh- the shark diving as a thing to do, as an option. So it's sort of the catalyst moment. Mm-hmm. They hang some red lights in the f- in the foreground of camera. And so traditionally, you know, red and, mm-hmm. and red lighting is the signal for danger stuff. And I just kind of appreciated 
whether oh. or not this is intentional, that they hung these two little like they're they're blown out, right? They're orbs in the foreground right on top of the dude who's saying, yeah, it'll be so great. It'll be so fun. We'll go swim with the sharks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I see what you're doing there. Thanks. That's cool. Um, before we, when we get into the things that didn't work, there's a whole th- issue that I mentioned about this color blue thing. Prior to that happening, I was admiring the fact that I really liked the coloring of this movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, even when they dropped the chum into the water, like, it was really vibrant red and it looked really good. I was like, oh, Yeah, cool, it was man. one of those digital look films that felt like they, it was intentional, you know, right. or used it well. Um, like you said, I thought the acting was solid. Mm-hmm. Um, Mandy, Mandy Moore, you know, I don't really have anything to – I'm sure I've seen her in stuff. I know who she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's good. Yeah. The sister is good, too. Matthew Modine got his paycheck (laughs) yeah um there's a lot of really like fun nice camera angles in this there's one in particular that i think helped this sort of the vibe of feeling like you know there's danger to come uh it's a shot when they're walking on the dock to get onto the boat it's from the water Mm -hmm. and it's a tracking shot but it's got a little bob to it and so it just it feels like Kind of, I got this feeling like, oh, there's a shark just sort of watching them. Mm-hmm. You know, it had almost slasher, like, vibe to it. Like, P- slasher POV vibe where you're like... Was this that longer shot when they're when they're walking from, like, the front of the dock to yeah. the end of the dock? I like that shot, yeah. yeah. It stuck out. Um, that's good. And, um, and then there's one other thing. <laughs> this, these, almost all of these things are directorial. Um, there is a moment when Matthew Modine is, is saying, he's like helping Mandy Moore get her stuff together and he's sort of telling her to calm down and, you know, regulated breathing, whatever. And everything, the, like the, the line, the, the 180 line with this, I guess we could explain, but I don't think people need, look it up. There's a one, 180 degree rule. The line is on one side of them for this entire conversation. And then it flips to the what traditionally you shouldn't do theoretically to the total opposite side on modine's line of you can trust me and i was like okay cool like that's good good work Mm -hmm. you know like it's it doesn't necessarily add anything especially to the the casual viewer but maybe psychologically it does that's i mean that's why you you do it it's 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 for that little bit of unease it adds yes so that's basically it i like this movie i mean not Terribly, but I, I I had fun with it. Yeah. No, me too. <laughs> uh, let's do uh, some stuff that didn't work. <laughs> it's not ready yet. Seems to work okay. No, something important's missing. What did not work? <laughs> you want to go first? Yes. Um, <laughs> I did not like the twist. Do you know what I mean when I, I said do. the twist? Yep. Um, which was, yeah, I mean, I'm, we're hoping that you just watched it with us here, which was that she was as, actually hallucinating the rescue of her and her sister. Yeah. Like, I know, and I almost, I thought this was a good lead in actually of um, when I said I liked some of the, uh, some of the gore effects of like biting the legs and stuff yep. toward the end. Yeah. But then it was just felt like that that cop out of it was just a dream of like, okay, well that was such a fun, enticing escape. Why? Like, 
and yeah, f- fun, fun escape. And then the gore effects were good on it. It's like, why not just have that be it then? Because all the twist did was like, she still got rescued. It just left it. So what happened with the sister was ambiguous. Like maybe she's dead. We should yeah. assume she probably is, but like it, it didn't add a lot of extra time at all. So it's like, why not just have it be the ending that it was leading up to? It, it was, I was ready for the movie to be over then. And I was like, oh, great. This is a perfect, <laughs> perfect fun ending. Like yeah. they made it with some, with some pretty intense, you know, final scars, battle scars. Um, Coast Guard showed up. And, and also not to mention that, Lisa was actually like being really proactive and finally doing the thing. And like, I'm figuring out cool ways to get her leg from out underneath. She got like real unboring. Yeah. And like, good, good (laughs) job, like character arc. And then turns out, nah, she's still boring. She just hallucinated the whole thing. (laughs) If it was supposed to be like, it was some sort of really, oh, like just sort of give us that sinking, like dire feeling of, oh, they're Mm -hmm. still trapped, which has been done in other films effectively. It didn't fully go that way. It was just like, oh, but she's no. still getting rescued and it's fine. We just decided just to make that fake for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. I think one of the, the biggest failings, and this is to this, what you're talking about of this movie, is that there is a ton of hand-holding in this movie for the audience. So basically, anything that could go wrong is explicitly pointed out beforehand and said, just so you know... You know, uh, if you swim too fast, you'll get the bends. Just so you know, like, I don't know what, what some other good examples are, but they're, they're, it's, it's too, the nitrogen thing, it's going to give you hallucinations, right? Like, yeah. it's too on the nose of like, we got to explain this to the audience. That's, that's why I was saying the safe and uninteresting yeah. to movie E. Did you notice that there is zero swearing in this movie? I didn't notice. Zero. There's... I didn't even hear a, sh- a shit. You think they would have when the the cage had been falling? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I would have dropped a lot of yeah bombs of of a wide variety. Right, but if you're under a 13 years old, you shouldn't hear those words. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you have. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I mean, who cares if you swear or not in this movie? But it's just it it speaks to a bigger issue. I yeah. Think, of, um, of what you're saying, the playing it safe. Yeah, I know. Did, were there other things that were that for you? Other moments? Um, just like this is too. I mean, I can say I didn't. E- oh yeah. Eh, oh ah, what? yeah. I mean, I've got I've got a couple interesting notes here. Um. I think uh, first and foremost, there's a couple just sort of plot holy type things that I, I just it just made me like scratch my head. They're not quite continuity things. They're just things that make me go, yeah, but what mm-hmm. is is there an explanation for this or well, we just give it up? So they have these full mask scuba things. Obviously, you want that in a movie like this so Mm -hmm. they can talk to each other and we can see them like emoting and whatever and that's great except they can hear each other but their ears are in the water the mask doesn't cover their ears and, oh, I and thought, neither of them have earpieces i thought that earpieces were built into the mask i just yeah. assumed that too and then at one point i looked 
and was like, oh, wait. Well, without actually knowing how the technology could work, I don't want to take any sides. I agree. It's possible that maybe if the speakers in the mask and it's up against your fore or your temple or something that you can hear. Yeah, maybe I don't like somebody look it up and and tweet us. But it's still just one of those little things that like. It's a dodge, right? They're like, we don't want to, we've explained everything else, but we want to explain this. So I'm okay with you not explaining it, but also like, meh. They should have been more that way for other things if it was the direction it was going. Exactly. Um, There's another one like that. I I don't know. I mean, you you said you thought the shark CGI was was good. I I think it was 90% of the time, Mm -hmm. but there's some sweepy sharky stuff that I just, it just, it's like. No, I don't know. It just didn't work for me. And the the probably the biggest jump scare is a moment when Mandy Moore is it's right before she gets to the cliff. Mm-hmm. She's getting chased by a shark. She gets on into sort of a cave type situation. She's under some rocks or coral and she's huddled in there and the shark nose comes through a hole that we did, we have not established is there but it's like right next to her shoulder. Yeah. And it it shoots in there. It's it it's comical to me. Like it just looked goofy. It shoots into that hole like I don't know. Like you would like you were sticking your finger oh, in the hole. I like that one. Felt, it felt wonky to me. Uh, I thought it was funny. <laughs> that one was on par with like I don't know. It, it worked the same way the other moments yeah. like that did for me. Blah. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's some ADR. Obviously, you're gonna have a lot of ADR in a movie like mm-hmm. this. I got used to it and it ceased to be an issue, but early on, uh, it just was distracting to me. ADR meaning that they recorded the Water vocal afterwards. Water filming, ocean filming, yeah. bad sound. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. Okay, except there's a, there's a story thing that I want to f- mention. I wonder if it's what I have. Okay. There's the moment when no. Kate has been presumably eaten or killed by a shark. And then Mandy Moore is left by herself and she's trapped under the cage. And this is like I was going to say in the, in the Blake Snyder beat sheet, this is sort of your all is lost moment followed by your dark night of the soul moment, Mm -hmm. meaning like you've hit bottom and then you in the dark, that's it. The all is lost. And you know, somebody usually dies at the all is lost. And then in the, in the dark night of the soul, it's the moment for the main character to kind of dig deep and like figure it out. And oftentimes what you see is them contemplate death. Right. Either they contemplate suicide or they give up and then they rally their they whatever their gusto and they figure it out. And I f- felt like this had the opportunity to have her actually just say, fuck it. Like, I'm going to die down here. And they did the opposite because I think it would have been more compelling to see her kind of give up. Mm-hmm. in that moment and just give in like you're so she's fucked at that moment there, yeah and nor was that really ever a moment of like that whole no yeah g- bring them to the absolute lowest low of thinking they're actually yeah she just die. was like i'm not gonna die down here and we're i'm like well i want to see you overcome that yeah you know i want to see you get to i'm not gonna die down here not just believe it inherently throughout 
because it's it's just more compelling to me from a storytelling mm -hmm. point of view to see you get beaten the fuck down to a point where you're like, all right, you know what? I might as well actually die and then have some compelling reason for you to go, you know what? No, I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. I'm, go I'm going to fight that urge to die. That's exciting. That's survival. And it just never really happened. And then it's a total punt when you find out that her coming out of that and saying I'm not going to die is a fucking hallucination. Yeah. So it's it's which, it's frustrating. Which I don't know. I mean, that was kind of a stretch too for what hallucinating can be. <laughs> like. Yeah, it goes a little beyond hallucinating and into full-fledged like just dream. Yeah, that was weird. Um, I I mean, I didn't like uh, that her motivation was just to make Stuart jealous. Oh God! That yeah. I thought like it could have been. I liked the setup that like she was just broken up with, and now yeah. she's there and that. But that just every sort of bit of motivation, like to get her to do the shark thing was like, but don't you want to make Stuart jealous? Like, don't you want to do pictures? And like, you know, it, I like, you know how she admitted at the beginning, how it's kind of like, I know it's a stupid idea. Like with that tone of like to make someone jealous and kind of saying, Oh, yeah, it's, you know, what are stupid. But then they kept stretching that. If that was the actual reason, like yeah. it could have been more, she was genuinely, you know, generally getting over it or doing something actually for herself. Right. Versus having to be in the context of... A man. Yeah. Stuart, nonetheless. I agree. Yeah, um, it's... Yeah, it's a little... Yeah. And okay, and I already said, yeah, kind of safe and uninteresting and that sort of, I don't know, slick budget yeah. feel to it, which we can work... It's a slick budget feel for the babysitter. Oh, do, we, do we? Oh, yeah, you right. Know? No kidding. But um, this one. Do we one, know how much this cost? I don't know. I know it grossed a lot because it was a big hit for oh, the summer. It was a $5.5 5 and it grossed 61 Great. Good job, guys. You did it. Um, you made your money back. <laughs> anything else that wasn't working? I have some a few things of note. Yeah, I'm um, sort of hanging on to your last one. Uh -huh. Um it, it, it's sort of the, you know, to make her character compelling, you know, you, you give her this flaw, right? She's, she got broken up with because she's boring. And then they, they kind of double down a little bit on that when the sister and her have this moment where she's like, what did you mean when you said, um, like something about, uh, um, I'll, I'll, uh, the, the only thing I have going for me is my relationship. Mm -hmm. And the, the sister is asking, Kate is asking Lisa this, why she said that. And, and Lisa's response is like, well, you're fun and adventurous and, you know, you're always doing all these exciting things. And I don't do any of that. I'm, I'm boring. And Stuart told me I'm boring and he broke up with me because I'm boring. And, you know, I've always been competing with you being cool and fun and exciting and it's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, what are we talking? That's your problem? <laughs> yeah. That's it? Ugh. Gross. Like, that's so fucking two-dimensional. Like, mm -hmm. it makes me just instantly go, a dude wrote this. He's never had a girlfriend. Or I don't know. Like, he just doesn't get that women have more going for them than a fucking boyfriend. Mm -hmm. It just bugged me. I mean, this is, it's, yeah, it was it's so par for surface. the course, it, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. It You're right. With this I film. shouldn't be mad at it, but. No, it, you it should does, be. It irks me. You absolutely should be. 
and we should all be all these things that we said didn't work for us yeah um but i, I that's why I, we're saying them you know i still had some fun with right <laughs> okay anything else i mean oh yeah no. the, that weird visual thing so when we were watching oh, it we're kind of curious yeah, we if anyone else this. experiences because this may have just been your tv too. i wondered but I've, yeah, the, I've the intense blue of the sort of inside and outside straps and plastic of um claire holt's ma- uh, yeah, mask Kate, yeah. kate's mask had this like digital um artifacting yeah. to it it was, I think they just fucked up. I I think it was something you they couldn't solve in post. I don't know. I could see it's a real. It's it, it could so be a weird textural bad. thing, but it's so hard to imagine that being in theaters when you're watching it. Just something about a projection. Maybe yeah. Like maybe. I really think like it could be something about just this unique pattern of how it was shot. But that I feel like it could all spin the TV. So. Whatever it is, I kind of I like I kind of want to do some research and figure out what it is because I f- don't ever want to film something and have that happen it yeah. is so distracting and just shitty looking it for all of the things that i liked about the look of this movie that completely ruined i feel the, like we're saying thing. this and anyone who's listening to this is probably like what i didn't see that at i all. hope so. so i hope so honestly because it fucking sucked. so we'll take we'll take some pictures <laughs> um all right how about how about that's that's it for that yeah yeah that's it This should be interesting. So things of note. Yeah. Uh, well, we said Matthew Bodine was in it, who was another... Um, no doubt. Another Kubrick actor. So I really... I really, I really had two like in a row for that, or three in a row for that. I yeah. Think. I really like Matthew Bodine. Mm-hmm. I really like him. What do you like about him? I don't know. I think it's because when I was a kid, like a kid, when I was in middle school and high school, I wrestled. And like the only... This is like high school wrestling, right? You know, like Olympic wrestling kind of, not WWF. Um, I'm so dating myself. It's not even the WWF anymore. It's WWE. Uh, the only movie out there about wrestling was was called Vision Quest, and it's a Matthew Modine movie about high school wrestling. And it's not good, but it's awesome. It's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> When you're like, it's like when you, anytime you have that niche love of something and there is nothing out there for you and you find the one thing, it was so, it was so probably now it's too precious, but it was so precious at the time for me. It was like fucking vision quest, baby. Vision quest. Cool. And he wins. He beats Shoop, who's this big dude, which kind of doesn't make sense because there's weight class. What do you like about Matthew Modine in it though? (laughs) I don't know. He's it's he's more, charming. It's just the association. With yeah, it's, film he's charming, it. and he's being a wrestler, and he he, he you know he's convincing. He I did. kept getting a kick in this film how they kept saying the bends. I know <laughs> the bends, which it is, is a weird term. Yeah, it's just one of those things when you hear a term where it's like people where you feel like you're the only one who hasn't really heard it as much. So then when everyone's mm. just like. Oh yeah, the bends. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you get the bends, and it sort of sounds. I don't know. It it doesn't. It sounds incongruous with what yeah. actually happens. Like I just picture like the bends. Their bones start bending. Right, like, right. I always think of like bending over, like it doubles you over. I have no. Like, yeah. I don't think that 
But it's is what it is at all. Oxygen entering your brain, like nitrogen, nitrogen bubbles, because your oxygen, oxygen is bubble. like bubbles in the brain. Something. That's the bends. Watch yeah, out, folks. Don't do it. Because this was a horror film, even more so about getting the bends. But a great Radiohead song. So was we'll it, listen to that. Was it about the bends? I have no clue if that's what it's about, <laughs> but it's called the bends. Uh, I liked when we were watching it. This was noteworthy to me, and I think a shark just bit. And you were like, oh, chomped. <laughs> and it made me think that there, out of all the, the shitty shark movies out there, that there should be one called Chomped. Chomped. And there is not one. I looked yeah. up if there's a movie Bummer. called Chomped. Well, so, let's make one. Yeah. Jimmy Shark <laughs> film number 897, Chomped. Oh, and man. And we can have Chomped one through eight. You know what I thought was noteworthy? What? <laughs> um... The number of times they were doing shit that I'm like, why are you doing that? That's not like you stop. First of all, you're running out of air. Shut up. Stop talking. It takes up more air. (laughs) Right. At one point, they're banging on the cage. And I know you said that it's sort of justified because you want the people to find them. But also, there are fucking sharks around. Sharks are attracted to that. I I know. And that was funny when you said that, because then I imagined you and me in that situation (laughs) and just sort of like disagreeing on these moment to moment survival instincts. put that rock down. And I'm like, but he's going the other way. Like, (laughs) he doesn't see us. Yeah. Oh, man, there's another one. Uh, just the flashlight. They're swinging a flashlight around there all the time. It's like, the, you want sharks to not notice you're there? No, Turn but the was, fucking flashlight But off. I thought it was set up earlier <laughs> that sharks can hear you from miles away or whatever they said. They did say that, yeah. So I didn't think like adding a flashlight into the mix. It, I felt like the flashlight was only it would only help you see them, which you, is your only chance of surviving. I, I they're, they're coming at you no matter what. I mean, I'm not a shark expert, but right. I definitely so, exactly. saw Jaws, and I like I watch Shark Week, you know, now and again, and I know that sharks can see because they mistake surfers for seals. I know that. So turn off the flashlight. What if what having your flashlight off is what got you killed in this movie? I mean, I'd be dead. Right. But that's a possibility. Or I'd be dreaming. <laughs> yeah. You, you just... In this movie, we don't really know. Doesn't matter. One or the other. <laughs> um, I oh, had, do you have man. any other things of note? Because I had one that I wanted to end on. Yeah. Let me do mine and then you do, do, you do yours because I bet yours is better than mine. Okay. My, my, real, my real one thing of note is that Mandy Moore broke up with my favorite musician or maybe he broke up with her but i like to think that she broke up with him his name's ryan adams and when she has her little emotional Stuart broke up with me scene i was thinking that's not acting that's real she's thinking about did ryan Ryan adams break up with her maybe i don't know they broke up Mm. i wonder if it's based on her true story this film this movie might be about their breakup yeah but Ryan's the shark. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> it's like... Hard to follow? <laughs> no, it's like I have questions for you, but uh, it's fine. <laughs> um, okay, well, I clicked on... Um, this is the last thing of note. 
I clicked on the directors, you know, I was on the IMDb page. Mm. And guess what is slated next in his filmography? No, 48 meters down. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Did you literally just guess I that? I just guessed that. <laughs> Come on. 48 meters down. That is unacceptable. I'm showing Tim where it says it. I definitely remember thinking at one point <laughs> when they, so when the when the cage is falling and the then the meter ticker is ticking off, I was like, it'd be really funny if they landed at 46. Yeah. And then like a little bit later it falls another meter and you go, "Oh, there it is." Yeah, the titular line. <laughs> um, but like every movie has to ha- like every bad movie has to have the title in it somehow. This does. <laughs> 47 meters. I mean, I'm sure it. executive decision has it too. But I want to say this sounds pretty good, Tim, and we may have to revisit this franchise. Oh no. I want to read the summary for everyone. Oh God. The official sequel to 47 meters down, the smash summer hit of 2017, 48 meters down follows five backpackers who go diving in a ruined underwater city and quickly learn they are not alone in the submerged caves. Why didn't they just make that one first? Because uh, they needed the Mandy Moore vehicle to the budget, to get the branding. Right, I get you. I hope she comes. That back. actually could be cool. Yeah, maybe. I think it sounds cool. I feel like it's going to be like this movie, but just. I feel like it's going to be the Descent. <laughs> yeah, but not as good. Which is a good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, anyway. That was pretty funny. Wow. Forty-eight meters down. Who's this director? Johannes Roberts. Oh, right. Oh, and I like how at the beginning it, it says uh, over 47 meters down. It's like Johannes Roberts. Oh, yeah. 47 meters down. This is his film. It's his, which is a pretty intense thing to do as a director. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's an intense shark movie, so good job, Johannes. Yeah. You let nice. everybody know it's yours. Nice touches. <laughs> All right. Um, is that it for for this film? <sighs> yeah. Should we? Do you have any? Uh... I'm trying to see. Did I have anything else? No. Oh, I do have one more thing. Oh yeah. You know what? I think the scariest part of this entire movie was. Hmm. After they have their night out on the town, and they end up on the beach in the morning, and then they pass out in bed, mm-hmm. sandy feet in the bed. Terrifying. <laughs> Don't put your sandy feet. In the bed. You can't get that sand out of the bed. It's there forever. They Every were time just, you sweep this it. This is why they got in this situation and and died or nearly died. This was died. the sin. Yeah. Oh. I bet you're right. It's because they I were wondered. abused. They were just flaunting their sandy feet yeah. in that clean bed, not even thinking that someone was going to have to clean it, that someone would be staying it again. I wondered what their flaw, like what their sin was, not their flaw, what mm-hmm. their sin was. Because the, the sister, Kate... I don't know. Her her sin is she's fucking adventurous. Mm-hmm. Sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. And Mandy Morrison was she's not adventurous enough. Yeah. Well, they both die. So. Oh, no. I guess they don't. I keep thinking the dream was real. <laughs> well, I'd love to hear if you have a recommendation. Oh. Can we, oh. Can we move to that? God, yes, we can. <laughs> All right. Well, what is it? Can I? I want the opposite of a recommendation. Do not... By any any circumstance, watch the movie, uh, no, I can't remember what it's called, The Open House. 
The Open House. It's streaming on Netflix. I watched it because I was like, this probably isn't one that Ryan and I will watch, but like, let me check it out. It's fucking terrible. So don't waste your time. <laughs> How about something but to, uh, for on a positive note? Anything oh. <laughs> you, you have been enjoying? <laughs> God. Mm, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I just was turned on to a podcast called My Favorite Murder. Me too. Oh, nice. That was the one I was thinking of Damn saying. <laughs> no, oh, well, no, there you that's go. great. My favorite murder. I've listened to one episode. I think I'm, th- th- uh, I'm two or three in. Which one did you listen to? I just went from the start. Oh, okay. I, I did episode one and two, and I think I got into three. They're great, aren't they? Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, my friend so was far, telling so me that. Yeah. So wait, sorry. Say what it is. What? Oh, you... it's it's these two women, Karen and oh, I forget her, the other girl's name, Georgia, Karen and Georgia. And they just talk about historical murders that they find exciting. And most of them have to do with serial killers or something to yeah. that effect. Their but, perspective is so much fun, though. Yeah, because they, they their whole setup is that they are terrified of being murdered. But this stuff just completely titillates them mm-hmm. and like, fantas- like uh, not fantasize, but like excites them yeah. in like the, the, a totally weird and twisted way. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. They're fun. I loved it. Um check it out i'm sure they'll love us for saying so quick recommendation recommendation for me um i was looking at a friend's top 10 list from this last year of films and i was reminded of one that is up there on mine which was a horror film mother Aaron oh. aronofsky's film i haven't watched which it yet got a lot of mixed feelings but i think is one of the best horror films of recent memory all right i thought it was so so well done as far as um, latching onto and being about this this core fear that's really personal, I feel like, or has always interested me and scared me and is strong for me of that fear of like, what did I put it as? Like, as if, if that fear of like, when you have a, let's say like a favorite piece of furniture, like that has sentimental value that's so strong, you could cry about it. And then to see someone just sitting on it or like not caring about mm. it at all, or just like, you know, they're just they're just having a grand old time, yeah. maybe drunk, and like they put their drink down on it. And it's not like they're actually doing anything wrong, but it's just like the fact that they'll never know right. is just that sense of being alone in a way that just is just so just deep and terrifying. And I'd never seen done in a film so at all. Not only and not only so well as our yeah, especially Man, so. I, well. I it's I keep meaning to watch it. I re- I really like Aronofsky. Mm-hmm. Although Noah was not my cup of tea, but still, yeah. This I, felt I like keep, yeah. I, I like I can't find time right now to watch it. and I need to watch this, it. This it re him as a filmmaker for me. Oh, good. And Jennifer Lawrence was great, of course. Yeah, and I, it definitely did have like it had this interesting like storybook quality of mm. not quite being real okay. that I think was probably the most off-putting thing for people as far as just being able to buy into the world. Yeah, my understanding that it is largely just an allegory. Yeah, and it's all... It, and it is uses it knowingly, and it uses all okay. well. Good. I don't know. It's, it uses it, but not in any sort of like, oh, we're trying to be you know overly smart kind mm-hmm. of way. It's like, oh, no, it's just doing it. Oh, good. You know? Yeah. No, I'm excited to watch so. it. I recommend Dead that one. Cool. Do you think it should be Recommended? Recommendations. Oh, no, I was thinking, should it be past tense? Things that we recommend dead? 
<laughs> I'm kind of I kind of already like recommend dead chins. Well, it's weird. On previous episodes, we <laughs> recommend dead. That's right. So anytime we talk about something from an earlier episode that we recommend dead, we put that emphasis on <laughs> yeah. recommend dead. All right. Well, you can find us on the internet. That's my true. name is Ryan McDuffie. Ryan McDuffie, M C D U F F I E dot com is my portfolio site. Mm. I'm at Tim Aslan, like the lion, uh, but twi- not really. Do you have? I like your Instagram. You have a <laughs> yeah. It's Tim Aslan. You, as you well. post um, some birds. Yeah, I like. I love crows. Yeah, they're everywhere. They follow me around. Yeah. See them all the time. And so I appreciate seeing the photo and video evidence. <laughs> all of my the stories are crows following you around. <laughs> all right. Well. <laughs> oh, next next week. Oh yeah, next week. What we're doing. <laughs> Uh, we're going to check out another movie streaming on Netflix. It's a new one. I've heard some good recommendations for it. Mm. Um, a couple of friends told me to check it out. It's called The Ritual. Yeah. I came across it yesterday. looks cool. Like, maybe cool. Great. I hope so. I hope we have another solid one. Yeah. We're doing pretty well. All right. Well, until then, I hope you watch it with us, and we'll look forward to talking to you about it. Yeah. All right. Bye, Tim. See ya. Ha, 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 ha.